Companionship is what makes every journey enjoyable. Today, we continue our journey with Jesus. Join Scott Pauley as we make brief stops in the Gospel according to Mark. We trust you will enjoy the journey. How does God accomplish His greatest work? We are studying in Mark chapter 6 and we learned yesterday that Jesus wants to do mighty works. He went to his own hometown, Mark chapter 6 and verse number 1, his own hometown to do something. And the Bible says in verse 5, he could there do no mighty work. And the reason is found in verse 6, because of their unbelief. So we know where he wants to do the mighty work. He wants to do it right where we are. He wants to do it in common places. But how does he do it? Well, that answer is also given in this same story. The Bible says... In verse 2, And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. Notice here the emphasis on the synagogue, not the temple. Now, the temple was the place where religious sacrifices were made. The temple was the place where so much attention was given by religious people. And yet, notice, Jesus' ministry revolves not around the temple, but around the synagogue. It is of note that the New Testament church will base its pattern and its its form not on the temple function but on the synagogue. The synagogue was a place of teaching. It was a place of instruction. It was a place where you came to learn the Word of God and, and to fellowship with other believers. In the New Testament, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. God lives within us. We don't go to some, some building uh, to meet God. God meets us right where we are. And yet we still gather in the pattern of the synagogue to hear the Word of God taught. So much of the Lord Jesus' ministry revolves around the synagogue. And what is He doing? He's teaching. And the Bible says, Many hearing Him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him? So here's the answer. The mighty God does His mighty work through His mighty Word. You see, Jesus not only wants to do His mighty work in common places, Jesus wants to do His mighty work through the preaching and teaching of His own Word. We have this idea that when God does His mighty work, it will be uh, some great event. Oh, it may evidence itself in some great event, but the power, my friend, is always in the Word. How did God do His creative work in the very beginning? God spoke the world into existence. He said light and there was light. We tend to use very dramatic, artistic language talking about the creation. He, he flung the stars into space and all of that. But actually, if you read the account, he just simply said the word and it was so. And the power is still in the word of God. It is the water that quenches our thirst and makes us clean. It is the hammer that breaks the, the rock in pieces. It is the seed that brings fruit. It's the sword that pierces to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. It's the bread sent down from heaven. It's the fire of God. It's the mirror that shows us ourself. It's a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. The Word is the power of God. That's how people come to know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. The Gospel is preached. And as they hear and as they believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, the mighty work is done in them. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse number 16 tells us that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. For what? For doctrine, 
for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. In other words, everything you need is in the Word. And everything God wants to do is done through the Word of God. I must tell you that as a preacher of the gospel, the longer I have been in the Lord's work, the more convinced and convicted I am that the power is not in my words. The power is always in God's Word. People don't need to hear what I have to say, but we all need to hear what God has to say. And I don't know about you, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss His mighty work, but when we neglect Scripture we automatically set ourselves up to miss His mighty work. You see, you may be a very busy person. You may even be a religious worker today. And you're doing lots of things, but you're getting what you can do. You're not getting what God can do. Because when we neglect the Word, we're neglecting the God of the Word. The Bible says in this passage that they heard His Word, that they acknowledged His wisdom. And because of that, they evidenced, or they saw the evidence of His mighty works. Listen to the verse again. Verse 2 says, And many hearing Him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by His hands? Notice that there's a divine order here. In Scripture, in verse 2, the word wisdom comes before the word works. The first thing they marveled at was not what He did, it was what He said. The actions grew out of the truth. The miracles, the signs, were simply evidence that the message was valid. You see, all is in vain if we neglect the Word of God. Can I tell you what we need in our churches? We need more of God's Word, not less. Can I tell you what we need in our homes? We need to return to the family altar and families in the Word of God together. Can I tell you what I need in my own life, what you need in your life today? We need more of God's Word, not less. We don't need just a, a part of a verse and a simple thought to get us through the day. No, we need to saturate our minds with Scripture and let it sink deeply down into our hearts and lives. If Jesus felt the need to teach consistently, don't you think we should feel the need to hear what is being taught consistently? I don't want to miss what God is doing in this world. You see, if you miss the preacher... I, may, I say that with a capital P. The preacher is the Lord Jesus. If you miss the real preacher, you've missed it all. No matter what you've seen, no matter what you've heard, no matter what you've felt, if you miss the Word of God, you've missed everything. And notice the reason that he could there do no mighty work, the Bible says in verse 6, was because of their unbelief. Remember, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. When they rejected the Word, they immediately began to miss His works. Could it be we've not seen real revival in our day because we've not given the place to the Word of God that we ought to give? Could it be that we've rejected His teaching and because we've rejected the truth, we have missed the power of the Spirit of truth at work in our hearts and in our lives? The Bible says in verse 6, and he went round about the villages teaching. Now I want you to get this picture. He's been teaching in his own hometown. Think of the truth they've heard. Think of the lessons they were privy to. But because they rejected it, Jesus moved on. He goes to other places. He begins to teach in other villages. Remember, he'll make his ministry headquarters Capernaum. It should have been Nazareth, but it was not Nazareth. No, because he could there do no mighty works because of their unbelief. He has to choose another place. God in heaven help us. I don't want the Lord to have to pass me by. 
I don't want the Lord to have to find another man to use or another place to work, another group of people who will believe Him. You see, the Lord is looking today, His eyes running to and fro through all the earth to see if there are any that will believe Him, that will trust Him, that will obey Him and fear Him. And it may not be us. He may have to find another group of people. But I want you to know if that's true, then we've missed the greatest thing in the world. The Bible says that Jesus marveled. There's only a couple times in Scripture where the Lord was in amazement. In one place, it was over their faith. In this place, it was over their unbelief. I don't want the Lord to marvel at my unbelief. Instead, I want Him to see and find in me today true faith. Faith in His Word and in His power to do a mighty work right where I am. Would you spend some extra time in the Word of God today? Would you come to know the God of the Word? And would you in faith believe that God wants to do in and through your life His mighty work? Thank you for traveling with us through God's Word. We would love to hear from you and share additional resources for enjoying the journey. Visit us online at scottpauley.org. May God bless you as you walk with Christ today.